Brothers and sisters, let us come and worship the Lord our God. Let us prepare our hearts and mind as we sing praises to his name. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? And uh, are you ready to praise God? I invite you to stand up and just give praise to our God. Declare how great he is. Is he great for you? Or, I mean, what's, what's, uh, what's your heart's cry? Let's just praise him for who he is. Let's clap our hands.
give God a clap offering to this great God. Amen. If I had a thousand tongues to sing, I would use all of them to praise my God. That's what Charles Wesley, the writer of this hymn, said. What he's rightly is best, just give glory and praise to our God and crown him the Lord of our lives. He's worthy. He's worthy.
our Heavenly Father, no words could ever express our thanksgiving. But we thank you, Lord. Through music, we are able to proclaim the praises, the glory of our majesty. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege that we know you and we can declare your goodness, your attributes, your character before the world. And Lord, as this world sees you, Lord, may they also see in us that desire to lift your name up, beginning with our lives, so that we can truly call you our Lord. Father, cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Continue to sanctify us. Lord, you have saved us so that you can sanctify us. You can make us like your son, Jesus Christ, to be holy and blameless. Lord, we look forward to the day, as Paul said, what I have kept, what you have promised him, and he, you have promised also to your church, that you will present us holy, blameless, and pure before your sight, a perfect bride to be married. Father, thank you because you have called us your children and you will fulfill your promise that we will inherit also in your glory. So we thank you for all this. Lord, we pray that even now as we call you Lord, may we really understand what this means. May this speak to our hearts reminding ourselves from what we have been saved from. We have been saved from sin. We are sinners, Lord, undeserving of your forgiveness. And yet you have called us to yourself. Lord, you draw us to yourself so that we can become like your Son, Jesus Christ. Because, Lord, you have called us in order to conform us into the likeness of Christ himself. Because in Christ is the fullness of God's glory. In Christ is whom you are well pleased. And I pray, Lord, that as you see Christ form in us daily, we die to ourselves so that we can become more and more like Christ. Lord, continue to cause our joy to overwhelm, to cause us in abundance, Lord, to declare to you that you and you alone is our source of joy. Because, Lord, we know that as you give us your joy, when your children enjoy you more, you are more glorified. And it is all about you, and it is all about your glory. That is why, Lord, we rejoice here as a body of believers joining with one voice, one heart, one desire to our one Lord, declaring your praise. Truly, Lord, as we have sung, thousands of tongues will declare this one day that you are Lord. You are the King, majesty, glory, deserving of all because of who you are. Father, we pray this morning this morning, continue to be glorified as our hearts and minds be transformed more into the likeness of Christ. May we always carry in us 
the mind of Christ because Lord, this is what you have given us from your spirit. So cause my brothers and sisters, churn their hearts, Lord, so that their yearnings, their joy will be seeking after you. And Lord, may our worship, beginning with our songs, continuing with our minds, and later on in our actions of giving, may all this be pleasing to you. May all this be acceptable to you. Continue to prepare our hearts, Lord, that you will always be enthroned as Lord in our lives. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. When we worship in songs, in music, we have a foretaste of what it be in heaven. It's just a taste of what it will be in heaven to give glory and praise to God. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, a blessed morning to all. This morning, we want to talk on the topic of Jesus as Lord. What does it mean that Jesus is Lord? What does it mean for us to declare Jesus as Lord? We will look more clearly on this title of Jesus as Lord in Philippians chapter 2 verses 9 to 11. So let me read to you from this passage, Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, he... So this morning, we will be looking at three things that describe the word Lord. Okay, so first, the Lord means supreme in authority and dominion. Okay, so 
Here, the word Lord means supreme authority. One who has supreme authority and dominion. Actually, in our passage in Genesis 15:2, Abraham here calls God the sovereign Lord. This is what Abraham said. Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. See, Abraham doesn't have any children. So, he was asking God who will possess all his estate. So it's interesting because Abraham called God Lord or Adonai. You see, the Lord, the word Lord or Adonai means one who is sovereign one who is a ruler, or one who is in authority. Yes, it means one who is in control. It refers to one who has control over dominions of land, regions, territories, animals, and people. So when Abraham called him Lord, this is, this is what actually is Abraham saying, Lord Jehovah. So what does that mean? The one who is in authority and in control of everything is God. So this is very important. You have to know what Lord means. Now, it was not only Abraham, but also David. David also sees Jesus Christ in the future. He sees that Jesus Christ one day 
will rule over all the earth. So this is why David says in Psalms chapter 2, verse 7, 8, and 9, this is what he said, I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possessions, and you will break them with a rod of iron, and you will dash them to pieces like pottery. So God the Father, this will be a future fulfillment. God the Father will put under the Son's feet all the nations. In fact, Jesus Christ will have supreme authority over all the earth and His creations. And He will even put under His dominion all his enemies and crush them. So you see, brothers and sisters, this is very important. Jesus is Lord means Jesus is authority. So this word Lord means one who is in control. Now, the second thing we want to know about Lord is that this word Lord is actually a title of exaltation. So this this word Lord is actually a title given to honor someone. For example, uh, our translator here, his name is Darius. And then I will want to honor Darius, I will add the name, uh, the title, Doctor 
Darius. Okay, so later on we'll call him Dr. Darius. <laughs> okay, so you see, brothers and sisters, when you attach this, it's a, it's a title, it's giving honor to Jesus Christ. Now, here's the question. Why do we need to give honor to Jesus Christ? And we Here, Paul, he was encouraging the Philippians. He was encouraging them not to be selfish, but to follow the examples of Jesus Christ in his humility. So Paul was encouraging the Philippians to follow the examples of Jesus Christ. And this is what Paul said. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And what was Jesus' mindset? Who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. ปลังปีไกกี่กิ่งดินตังยีกี่ตกยาโซเอซิมวีซิมฮิอุยเอ่อดันเตรียมเจ้าทางขวาเตียวจะสิปุนจิซ่องซิซ่องเตอ่าม
to give new names to people as we see them in the scripture. He calls them as they enter into a new stage or chapter in their lives. Okay, so example, examples of this are Abram. Abram, God later on changed his name, gave him a new name called Abraham. Simon, he was later called Peter. Jacob, God changed his name to Israel. And Saul became Paul. Now, what is this title? What is this new name? It is found in verse 12. It is, yeah. it is the name or the title, Lord. Okay? So, the new name, the new title designated to Jesus Christ is the word, Lord. It is a title, okay, listen to this. It is a title above all titles. Or we can say it is a name above all other names. Alright? So, the title, the name, is not Jesus. Jesus was a very common name. In fact, in, in the New Testament, there are many people, many persons whose name is Jesus. Or in Hebrew, means Yeshua which can also be called Joshua, which also means God is my salvation. So you have other names also like Bar-Jesus or means the son of Jesus which is found in the book of Acts and he was a sorcerer by the way. So Jesus is not the name above all other names. So so, 
So what is the name? What is the title above all titles? What is the name above all other names? It is Lord. It is the Greek word kurios. Jesus will be given a title of Lord, which means he is the name or the title that will cause all knees to bow and every tongue to confess. This is very important, brothers and sisters, because when you put when you put the name Lord in Jesus Christ, what does it mean? It means that Jesus is now in authority over you. That is why here Paul says in Romans 10.9, listen to this, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Jesus is Lord, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, let's go back to this verse. Let's look at the verse again. Here, Paul is saying, you need to understand, you need to confess that Jesus is Lord. He did not just simply say, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. He didn't say that. But he's saying that you should believe Jesus is Lord. Is Jesus Lord today? Yes. But you see, Jesus as Lord is the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, He is Lord. But in the physical sense, not yet. Because not everyone has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord. But there will be a future fulfillment. And this will happen in the millennial kingdom. Now, 
Yeah. So this is after the seven-year tribulation. Yeah, that's, it's the millennial kingdom. You see, no one can enter that kingdom if they do not recognize Jesus as Lord. So this will happen a future time. As we have read earlier in Psalms chapter 2. But today, Jesus is Lord. He is Lord in the heaven. This is why the future exaltation of Christ is also recorded in Revelations chapter 19, verse 16. And this is what it says. And on his robe and on his tie, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So you see, brothers and sisters, this is important. That Jesus Christ, because He is Lord, He is in authority. And God is going to put everything under His control one day. And that is what Philippians chapter 2 is describing. Now, what is the application for us? Here is the application. For us, to declare Him Lord means we have to worship Him and obey Him. Okay. Worship and obey. Okay, here, here the verse once again, uh, going back in verse 10, it says that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is what? Is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In other words, brothers and sisters, worship is a response. We are called to worship God in response to who He is and what He has done. When we declare 
glory to God, it is based on who He is and what He has done. This is why we cannot truly worship God if we do not know or understand who God is and what He has done. And ultimately, when we worship, we are actually declaring, okay? We are declaring the glory of God as Lord. Okay, this is why Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 25 to 26, He must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death. And when all things are under his authority, this is a future fulfillment, the Son will put himself under God's authority so that God who gave his Son authority will be over all things, will be utterly supreme over everything, everywhere. <laughs> So every time, once again, every time we sing praises to God, we need to remember this. Just like the songs we sang a while ago. Crowning Him, giving praise to Him. What does it mean? That one day, Lord, you will be, Jesus Christ, you will be the Lord. The Lord above all lords. The King above all kings. Alright, so the next application, brothers and sisters, is obedience. This is the application of the Lordship of Christ in our lives today. We must submit 
Okay? To the obedience of His Lordship. That's why Jesus has set the example for us. Jesus has set the example for us. How? Jesus was willing to lay down and set aside His heavenly throne and die in shame in order to obey the Father. That is why, brothers and sisters, when we speak of the gospel, we actually talk about the humiliation and the exaltation of Jesus Christ. It talks about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, becoming man, took the role of a servant, and willingly died on a cross. Jesus was willing to obey what the Father desires. So Jesus then, in his reward, he earned the title as Lord. Now, this is so important because we cannot just accept Jesus as Savior. Yeah, we cannot not accept him as Lord. We don't just say, Lord, I, Jesus, I accept you as my Savior, but not as Lord. That's why when we share the gospel, we need to emphasize that Jesus should be the Lord of their lives. And the first the first result okay of a person who is willing to obey, to to have Jesus as Lord what is the evidence uh, what is the evidence of a person willing to accept Jesus as Lord? It's his obedience. And what is the first step in obedience? It is repentance. Many people miss this part of the gospel. They are not taught to die to themselves daily by carrying the cross. They accept Jesus as Savior 
but not as Lord. They want to go to heaven but not let Jesus be the Lord in their lives. And to be honest, brothers and sisters, that is the reason why many today reject the gospel. Because they don't want to give up their sins. They don't want to change lives. In fact, Jesus said, Many continue in the dark because they reject the light. And this is one more. Jesus said, they love their darkness. But not as Paul, not like Paul. Did you know Paul showed us the way how to obey God? Okay, Paul said here. Okay. Paul said, I no longer live but Christ lives in me. And here, here again also Paul said, I beat my body and make it my slave so that I may not be disqualified. So disqualified from what? Disqualified from becoming obedient to Christ. So Paul is saying if you want to obey Christ, you should make effort. And then he said, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, why did he say to die is gain? Because he always desires to be like Christ and yet he struggles to be like Christ because of the persistence of sin. But when he dies, he becomes perfectly like his master. Because 
呃，伊听甲耶稣一，伊爱甲耶稣一样，因为迄个顽固的罪，托伊非常的挣扎。但是当伊死了后，伊就变得甲伊的主人相友。So this is why for Paul, his joy is actually found. In Second Timothy one twelve, this is what he said, and that is why I suffer these things. Yet I am not ashamed, for I know whom I believe, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. This is what Paul said. This is his joy. He said, "I suffered." 即跩苦难，总是我无，我无以以这个为见笑，因为我知影所信的是一最，我也有亲信，亲亲信的，伊会保保全我交托伊的，直到迄日。Is he the Lord of your life right now？ 伊是毋是你的主呢 ？Is he？ The Lord of your life today. Are you submitting to the Lordship of Christ? You see, we cannot just say He is Lord. We have to really submit to Him. In fact, brothers and sisters. The true response to the gospel is evidenced in a believer who truly understands that he has sinned against God. He cannot please God. He needs to repent by submitting under the lordship of Christ. 对于福音真正的回应，咱就。对这个信徒的行为有通看到，因为伊明白该己得罪了上帝，呃，了伊就是无通讨上帝喜悦，伊需要顺服基督的主管，并且悔改。He needs to know that God is willing to forgive him of his sins and give him a chance to be conformed to His Son's image. And he did this because he graciously loved us. He needs to know that God has already forgiven him of his sins. God wants to be conformed to his image. He wants to be conformed to his image. So you see, brothers and sisters, this is how we should understand God's love. This is how God's love is displayed, is shown to us. He forgives us our sins. So that. We can have the chance to obey Him. It's about obeying Him. It's about pleasing God. 
So the question we should always ask, Lord, am I today obedient to you? Lord, am I today pleasing to you? Lord, am I today submitting to you? In fact, brothers and sisters, this is what Paul said in Romans 12.1. He says, Therefore, in view of God's mercy, Offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. So, the Lomasu, Tabitio, Itatanikong, so, Ihatia, what ye, Xiong Te, to be Kungin, Chong Sin Te, by Jew, Tong Wat Te. So this is important. This is so important because if you really understand God's love, you won't just believe what God has done. But you will be willing to offer your bodies under the Lordship of Christ. So brothers and sisters, again, I want to ask this question. Is Jesus the Lord of your life today? Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we ask that you will search our hearts. We ask, Lord, that you cleanse us from all our sins. Lord, you know that our heart often deceives us. As your word says, Lord, the heart is desperately wicked. Who can understand it except you, Lord? And your word also says that you test the thoughts, the content of our hearts. Lord, we are prone to wander away from you. And we thank you because of your love, you draw us back to you. But help us then, Holy Spirit, to be faithful. Help us then, Lord, to be under your control. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that they will truly live a life that reflects the Lordship of Christ in them. And Lord, I pray for those who have not yet surrendered their lives to you. I pray, Lord, today is the day of salvation. Help them, Father, 
be obedient to you by first taking the first step of obedience, which is repentance, surrendering ourselves, surrendering our lives to you, Lord. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters and for friends who are here. We pray you will touch their hearts and cause them, Lord, to really turn back to you because it is only through you, Lord, that they will be able to experience the power of transformation that we cannot do ourselves, but it is only through you, Lord. Produce this in each of us, Father, for the glory of your name, so that one day we can declare together with all the saints, you are Lord, you are Lord, you are Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Sister Janet for that song of response. Uh, thank you, Reverend Anthony, for the message and Brother Darius for the translation. Thank you also to our worship team, our worship band and accompanists for leading us to worship today. For some announcements, to give you an opportunity to thank the Lord for His countless blessings throughout the past year. We have placed New Year's Thanksgiving envelopes in front of your pews. You may drop these at the offering boxes placed outside our worship hall before or after the service. So far, we have only received 25% of our goal for this year. So, Our next adult baptism, nan soalaki esiang din etimle. Betty Sige Diho Kuhyang will be held on April 2, 8.30 a.m. at the baptistry on our roof deck. If you are at least 14 years of age, have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and are willing to profess your faith in public, you may register for the baptism and the membership 101 classes to be held on four consecutive Sundays, 8.30 to 9.30 a.m., starting on March 5. Perfect attendance in all four sessions is a requirement for baptism. On the other hand, if you are already baptized, have worship with us regularly for at least six months, and would like to become part of our NMEC family, you may apply for church membership and also to enroll for the membership one-on-one course. Those aged 70 and above may directly apply for membership. Interested persons may get in touch with Sister Jing Ogbinar at the third floor lobby after the worship service. Our women's ministry will be celebrating Valentine's with a heart-to-heart talk with Dr. Joyce Go this Feb 15, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Snacks and coffee will be served at the fellowship 
as they tackle heart and love issues. Inviting all ladies, women, 40 years and up to join. You can contact our sister Pinky on Chan uh, if you are interested. Can you please stand uh, so that they may know? Okay. Uh, you can contact Sister Pinky on Chan if you are interested. Our Sunday school for nannies or yaya uh, is ongoing every Sunday, also starting at 10 a.m. with Pastor Angie Cabaron. You may come with your yayas ates or kasambahays every Sundays uh, so that they can also learn about God's Word. Weekly sessions are held at the NMEC fourth floor. Our junior worship for our youth aged uh, 13 to 21 resumes today at the second floor function room. Uh, that's why you've noticed uh, we don't have any 13 to 21 years old here in our midst. That's because they have a separate worship service every second to fourth Sundays of the month. For more details about this, if you want uh, your kids or your grandchildren to join, uh, you may contact uh, Pastors Danny and Jaya. You can check out our church's new website at www.nmec.org.ph. We would like to thank uh, Pastor Jean and Pastor Valerie Chan for helping us with this. If you want to be part of a discipleship group or a small group, kindly contact any of our pastoral team members and we'll be glad to connect you to a group. Now, if you need prayers, please remain at the worship hall after the service, and there will be pastors who will be praying for you. Right now, we would like to welcome uh, some guests, newcomers, first-time attendees. Okay. She's here with her daughter, uh, Sister Susan T, and of course, uh, uh, her son-in-law, uh, Brother Ka Yu T. Okay, welcome. Okay, welcome. Any other first-time visitors in our midst? Okay. Any other first-time visitors? Okay. Uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, please join us. If there are any other newcomers, please join us for a cup of coffee at the third floor lobby after the worship service. Can we please rise for the benediction? May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face continue to shine upon you and may be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.
Thank you for worshiping with us, both on-site and online. May the Lord bless your week. Remember, the best is yet to come. Thank you.